0: Y'all can With your hands lifted up, stay!
1: Yes, That's right, Taking the Minutes Off Radio is on the air. We are on the air broadcasting live, as always, from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, broadcasting from the birthplace of gospel music. That's right, that's the home of the TTLO radio show. Uh, I'm excited to be here. As always, it's Dr. Dana L. King in the studio with you today, man. And look, I'm not at my best. I'm not at 100%, but I'm here. I said, you know what? Sometimes I feel better when I do the show. So I'm going to do it anyway. But uh, we have a great, great show for you today. Our main topic, Lost Souls are Worth Fighting For. Lost Souls are Worth Fighting For. That's our topic of conversation for tonight, Lost Souls are worth fighting for that and so much more i got a great um little hot topic piece i saw earlier too kind of got it going to bend your ear by i'm going to get y'all's opinion on it too uh y'all seen the deal with elon musk what he said about uh ending world hunger i i i I, he asked a good question i'm I'm curious to find out what, what we think the answer is so here we go uh if you want let me give you the rundown on how you could be a part of today's show if you're listening uh, already on the line. All you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer. The only other end, the best producer in the land, the one, the only Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, emails, and letters. Uh, if you want to, if you're listening to your blog talk radio, simply dial area code 323 is the call in number. 323 is the call in number. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at ttlomedia.net. That's right. If you want to email the show, it's the TTLO show at TTLO If you want to follow us uh, on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two Ts, one L one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on IG. Real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. It's the same thing. TTLO Radio, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, and then the live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. You can find us right now live on Facebook, facebook.com slash dot facebook.com slash Radio is where you can find us there youtube live is up as well on the taking the limits off radio page you can find us live on youtube right now as well come on in say something when you pop in say something when you pop in and then i believe we're live on the gram. we are live on the gram as well am i good in my seat am i good Praise Jesus, because I can't move. Uh, we are live on the ground as well. Uh, so say hello to those of you watching live on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Come on in, come on in, come on in, take a seat. Uh, just grateful to have you guys here. Uh, also, don't forget we are an iHeartRadio partner. What does that mean? You can find us on your iHeartRadio station or your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. That's right, do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. Not only will you find the TTLO radio show, but you'll also find uh, the Healthy Soul Talk show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. That's right, the Healthy Soul Talk show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Real talk, real issues, real solutions uh, with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. I'm excited to see what her new series is going to be that she kicks off this week, her new series uh, this week. I'm excited to hear what that's going to be, but you can always guarantee great, great show, great, great insight uh, on the Healthy Soul Talk show every what was that every tuesday oh thank you every tuesday at, <laughs> at uh five every thursday sorry at five thirty p.m every thursday at five thirty p.m don't forget as well we start our week off with the live simulcast right here from the birthplace of gospel music we start off every sunday that's right you can catch the live simulcast from the historic ebenezer missionary baptist church that's right the live simulcast from the birthplace of gospel music right here on your TTLO media group station every Sunday at 11 a.m. You can catch Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family right here on your TTLO media group network at 11 a.m. Don't forget about my brother, the good pastor Harold D. Washington over at the Faith Works and Vision Church. You can catch him every Sunday right around 1230, 1245 uh, their anniversary is this week. Gonna try to make it over there <clears throat> after we leave here Sunday. Gonna try to make it over there and hang out with them uh, for a little while on Sunday for his fifth, his fifth pastoral uh, and church because they all come together. So his fifth pastoral and church anniversary over at the Faith Works and Vision Church. Uh, also, also, also. Don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can find us there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Don't forget about the church check-in. Y'all know it's Monday. Y'all know what we do. It is the church check-in, the four-piece check-in. Y'all know how we do the four-piece check-in. How do we do it? How do we do it? It's a four-piece check-in. What do we do? What do we do? I want to know what church did you go to? Who preached? What was the sermon title? And what was the scripture? That's right, the 4 piece check in. Who preached? What church? Who preached? What was the sermon title? And what was the scripture? Come on, get that ready. Get that ready. Get that ready. I'm looking forward to seeing those in the chat in a few moments. Y'all let me know, let me know, let me know, and let me know. Um Man, look, so look, I saw this thing. I was watching the news earlier in between nods, uh, Tanya, and it was talking about Elon Musk. You know, Elon Musk, uh, the the Tesla owner. Who has I don't know how much money Elon Musk has now. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Let me let me do this real quick because I know he got a whole lot of money. Uh, Let's see Uh, Yeah, $292 billion. That's his (laughs) That's his net worth $292 billion. So in the news today uh, Elon Musk tells the UN, the food chief, he says he's willing to spend $6 billion. He said he'll sell some stock today and give them $6 billion on one condition. He says, this is what the article says. It says Elon Musk is now worth more than $300 billion. And it says, uh, whose net worth has ballooned by more than 140 billion this year, thanks largely to the skyrocketing value of his electric automaker, He tweeted something that he's willing to consider a proposal from a United Nations official who said that a $6 billion donation from one of the world's wealthiest people could help stop world hunger. So this is where he got it from. Last week, David Beasley, the director of the UN's World Food Program, told CNN that it was time for the ultra-wealthy to step up now on a one-time basis. He says in order to help 42 million people, that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. He specifically mentioned Musk and the Amazon CEO, Jeff Bezos, the two richest men in the world. On Sunday, Musk replied to a Twitter user who pointed out that $6 billion would just be 2% of his net worth. Musk said this. He said, if the, w, uh, if the World Food uh, WFP, he said the WFP could tell him uh, the World Food Program it says, if the World Food Program could describe exactly how the donation would solve world hunger, he would sell Tesla stock right now and do it. He says, if we can describe this on, on this Twitter thread, he said, put it in public. Tell me on this thread how the $6 billion is going to help. He says, I will sell the stock right now and do it. And the follow-up tweet must add that the U.S. plan must include open source accounting, so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. I agree 100%. Beasley responded to Musk a few hours later, offered to be on the next flight to you and saying that the executive can throw me out if you don't like what you hear. Beasley also said that the $6 uh, $6 billion figure wouldn't solve world hunger, but will prevent global political instability, mass migration, and save 40 million people on the brink of starvation. Musk replied by asking him to publicly publish the organization's current and proposed spending in detail. Sunlight is a wonderful thing, Musk wrote. In a separate tweet, uh, Musk shared a link to a 2015 Express report alleging that U.N. peacekeepers were sexually abusing children in the Central African Republic in 2014. What happened here, he said. A representative of Tesla did not immediately respond to the CNBC uh, um, to make a request for the comment. If Musk were to sell $6 billion worth of Tesla shares to make a donation, it would be the largest known charitable contribution he has ever made. Uh, Musk has previously been criticized for not giving away more of his massive fortune, though he has always said he prefers to remain anonymous when giving away money. And earlier this year, asked Twitter users for critical feedback on ways he can donate. Earlier this year, Musk players to give away 150 million dollars, including 100 million prize in carbon. Blah, blah blah blah. All right, six billion dollars. Supposedly said to end world hunger, but then the guy says it wouldn't really end world hunger, but it would prevent uh, global political instability mass migration and save 42 million people on the break of starvation. So here's my question. I or My, my statement has my question. I like what my man said. Put it on this tweet. Make it public. What you going to do with the $6 billion? And matter of fact, put it on this tweet what y'all spending y'all money on right now. Because how much of the money that they get uh, uh, uh is for overhead? $6 billion is a lot of cheese, a lot of cheddar, a lot of cheddar. A lot of cheddar. Good Lord, that's a lot of cheddar. You can donate something to me. in my hunger. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he can donate something. To give me, you know, half a bed. Fix my hunger. You, uh, you hungry? I'm a little hungry, too. <laughs> they going to tell us
2: stop eating tacos.
1: Right. That was somebody going to say. be like, check his, check his Facebook. <laughs> they buying 30 dollars margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was thirsty. I said I was hungry. Do different things everything but six billion dollars to end world hunger six billion dollars uh tried to tune in but you were there were technical difficulties i started hearing about tacos what yeah. what you talking about you tried to tune in today or what day are you talking about how, how you doing sister piss god bless you so six billion dollars to end world hunger i like what the brother what what elon musk is saying he said let me know how y'all gonna spend the money because a lot of times we you know you see these people donate these massive sums of money and all this overhead you know you got to pay this person this person this person and this person these massive amounts of money uh uh and 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 what's going on with the money i think it's i think i think it's a it's a it's a valuable uh it's a valuable question i think it's a valuable question uh for World are i know that there's a you know it's 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 interesting uh with that amount of money that they were trying to get these people to um to, to donate money to end world hunger. Well, if that's the case, if six billion won't do it, then how much will? What 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 does it take? I guess is the question. Like if you're just saying six billion, what then? What what is what is the amount? What is the amount that it would take, supposedly, to end world hunger? Because it says I in 2020 the UN World Food Program raised eight point four billion dollars. How come it didn't solve world hunger? Uh oh.
3: Who wrote, who wrote that?
1: This is in 2020. They raised 8.4 billion.
2: So then you had to go and see their overhead. What did
1: y'all do with the 8.4 billion that you raised? The
2: same thing like with Red Cross. Yeah. It's the overhead that
1: you know, um, you know, a lot
2: of people get. Not to say they they take the money or anything else like that. It's that you know, they have to raise enough money to actually pay their salary uh-huh. and everything else like that. So by the time you know, by the time you know they didn't raise enough money for their salaries, you know, it's not enough to start, you know, I guess helping. I would say, uh-huh. and everything. I I would just to end world hunger. I don't know. I would go into teaching people how to farm. Mhm. How to
1: you know? I guess is that the, is that the question? Can you? And I don't know. And I'm I'm and I'm, I'm I'm I am ignorant to a lot of this. I just saw the art. I saw the the the, the 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 news piece earlier which is why I brought it to you all uh but here's here's a little bit of overhead right here a uh, bruh man who runs uh
2: how much you get paid here
1: David Beasley it says has a current net worth of 1 million dollars uh and his salary is about 339,000 dollars a year huh
2: I, I mean, I have
1: nothing for you. i like, this, is, this has been an ongoing thing. Yeah, I guess, I, here is the, uh, again, I'm not, I, I, you know, I, now don't get me wrong. That's a big job, I'm sure. It's the UN, so it's the World Food Program. I get it. It's the World Food Program. I know it's a big job, and somebody has to be paid to run the program. I get that. I guess my question is, what is the real like, in these areas where there is no... Because it's not just... Because, you know, we think about these food programs. Like, even tonight on 2020, I think it's tonight, uh, they're doing a thing over in... Uh, Madag- is it Madagascar? Yeah, that's where it is, Madagascar, where apparently there's, like, been a drought for, like, over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the rivers have dried up. Yeah. Right. So, so it's, my question is, in areas like that where people are starving, how much money would it take to be poured into there efficiently... To give them whatever it is they need, whether it be running water from the nearest, like where is the nearest, whatever. What, how far do they have to dig? What, what machinery is needed? What is needed? Because I know uh, like Bishop Jakes in the Potter's House. Uh, I know New Birth did it years ago with Eddie Long. They dug wells. They went to Africa and dug wells. That was part of what they did as far as their outreach program. They dug wells because if you dig a well, sometimes people only need water and they can get the rest from the well. Uh, once, they have, once they have access to clean water, so my question is, how much money does it take to give these people access to clean water, so that they can then grow some things uh, 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 and, and, and all of that? What, like, how, how much money? And I guess that would be my question uh, that I would ask the guy from the world, from the World Food Network. Like, it's how much for World Food Program? How much money does it actually take? them to get it like what would be the what would be the dollar amount uh to get these people uh, the monies that they needed what would be the dollar amount to get these people the monies they needed so that they were no longer starving like how do you end it, it, Is is there a number i guess that's the question is there a number to end world hunger is there is there is there a real number is is there a real uh uh yeah is, is that that i guess that's the question is there is there a real number is there a real number? So I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was, it was uh sick. I thought the fact that he said, uh, but the audio got crossed. How did the audio get crossed? You want to hear? I think she's playing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should I audio? was fine yesterday. Uh, so yeah, uh, I just thought it was, it was, it was a great, uh, it was, I thought it was interesting. Interesting. The fact that my man said he was willing to do it. He said he'll, he'll, he'll cut the check. He said he'll sell the stock today. And get into six billion if they can tell him how they gonna spend it. Mm-hmm. He said, "But well, I heard him say well put your money where your mouth is.' That's the way I took it. That's the way I took it because he he said he has no problem. And and again, that's only two percent of his net worth, six billion. When you got three hundred billion, you got it. You got it. Three hundred billion. That's like me saying, I get, I got two. I got two dollars on it. You got two dollars.
2: That's all you
1: said. I got six dollars on it. Six dollars." Out of my uh $200 billion, I got $6. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? None. Oh, yeah, they got that loud. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, I didn't hear it. You heard it, though. Uh-huh. Uh, But, yeah, I am. So I am. I am. I've just. I like that. I like the idea, though. I like the idea. I, I always wondered about that. I remember back in the day. Uh, what was the thing? Remember with Sally Struthers?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And they said she was eating up the food. Uh <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
0: Wow.
2: But okay. you
1: have all those people. You, I mean, I guess I guess that's my question. But then you have what about the people? What could I guess here's my question. If we're just talking about in the United States and all of the homeless people we see when we're leaving here, when we hit the canal port exit, when we're trying to get past, uh 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 mm-hmm. when we when we are trying to get past all those people that's on Canal Port, Tent City, that little area up north on Halstead, whatever it yep. is, Ashland, mm-hmm. how like like what would 6 billion dollars do for those people like what could you build to get those people so that they're not sleeping on streets and tents like what 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 how, like like how could that money be invested back in so that those people did not sleep in tents and then i could take it a step further what would 6 billion dollars do to our education system in the impoverished areas in our city if 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 Elon Musk could say, you know what, I want to put this money into, um, I want to open up some charter schools, where I will pay teachers in the door sixty thousand dollars a year in the door. You can get raises, but I'm opening the door, so you're gonna get. So I'm gonna to get top flight teachers for sixty out the door, mm-hmm. and then you'll get raises, and I'm gonna build you the state of the art schools, mm-hmm. right? Because it don't cost no billion dollars to build a school. So it
0: costs,
1: it costs a million. Not I said not a billion.
2: Right, right. Right.
1: So right. so 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 how many how many schools could you build in 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 the uh 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 what do they call them? Urban areas or impoverished areas and and build them and supply them with all of the, the best possible uh um technology how would that then impact our communities if our kids had access to that because you know what what i find interesting is like even at the school that i'm at i can't say that they want me for nothing i know i don't know the whole book situation i I ain't in the office i don't know their money situation but as far as computers and laptops and state-of-the-art whatever whatever outside of some old school projectors and we don't have any smart boards. We got the old schools. A couple of teachers got the old school smart boards. But, you know, smart outside of that.
2: Nah, they don't want for nothing. They ain't needing for nothing. Like, you know, it was always
1: what was always
2: surprising. Except for money for the teachers. The CPS teachers that would come in who had their kids at a charter school. Uh-huh.
1: Right?
2: You know, they would be amazed at the fact that, you know, that the paper was just free. Ah, uh, okay. It was like, you know, it, I heard tales of, and I'm not going to say it's not true, like you know that that, that they will only get one ream. Mm. What you gonna do with one ream of paper?
1: Oh wow, say The African dollar uh, is sixty-five cents. The rand is what it's called. South is the South African rand is what. I don't know if that's the same thing or not. Uh, Ten thousand U.S. dollars in African money converted USD to the czar. Ten thousand dollars would be uh 15 a hundred and
0: fifty-two thousand
1: czar <gasps> the south african ran so there you go <laughs> you do the math you do the math a <laughs> hundred dollars in africa u.s dollars in africa is worth 153 dollars no i'm sorry 10 dollars u.s is 153 african dollars so there you go 10 u.s dollars is 153 african dollars mm-hmm. wow so there you go. Uh, so, yeah, you tell me what that money could do, and I'm not saying don't still do, but if if you took billionaires, like, uh, um, and, and you got you to gotta figure, I don't know these people. I only know what I've read about them. I haven't done any in-depth study on what they do with their money. Y'all can still do the church check-in, by the way. I'm just waiting on y'all to drop some stuff in the chat for me. Four-piece check-in, four-piece check-in. What church who preached sermon title scripture? Um but you got to think that there could be a lot that they could do. There's got to be a reason why these rich people, these filthy rich people, aren't investing in schools on the elementary school level, because they must know that that I want to do. They feel like it's a money pit. Do they feel like the, it's it's pouring good because of the way this structure, right? You know, like with CPS.
2: Because like, oh, I'll, I'll say like this. When Oprah gave that money...
1: To, to build Papa, that school?
2: Yeah. no, Well, no, to pop the same meal. When she oh, gave, yeah. When she cut that check.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you know, of course you get the ladies and greatest Of course you get the, what's that, a new computer lab and right. everything. But, but a computer lab is just like a car. Once you didn't put them computers in there, then it lost all its value. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and everything so then that, that state of the art computer lab that you just built paint got all the wiring a server you know making sure everything like you know you you didn't you know cut into the funds and everything mm-hmm. else like that and then like you know like she said like when she built the school like most people value you know the education mm-hmm. that you know that was given to them you know sometimes n- not us <laughs>
1: yeah you yeah, know. yeah. It says uh, she spent a hundred and forty million dollars over the past ten years, and forty million dollars to open the school back in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So forty million dollars to open the school, and since then, she spent an estimated one hundred and forty million total, uh, another hundred million dollars. This was this, and this is dated back in uh, twenty seventeen. 2017, she spent 140. So so far, she spent 140 million. million. That's a lot of money on one school. But again, I I you know she she probably did. did would, would you need to spend all that on one particular school in this inner city? Probably not. You probably wouldn't have to, because she built it from the ground. Here, you wouldn't have to build from the ground. Buy some of these old buildings up and refurb.
2: <laughs> but you see what happens when you when. Another entity isn't considered your, lo- I mean your landlord. Not buy. Oh yeah, well you know yeah.
0: you say buy.
1: Yeah, I say rent Okay. The lease. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Yeah, like yeah, like you know just just because I'm 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 just I'm just thinking about how that kind of money. And shanti I saw your comment about use our money. Uh, uh. Uh, she said something about you to accept the cash app.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so
1: I'm on, I'm on it. She says, "My thoughts are to take our money and convert it and help." Yeah, but I, but I guess the here's the question: where we don't know where the money goes. So I like what 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 uh, Elon Musk said. Put a, tell us how you how your money is allocated today. He says and put it publicly on the Twitter feed, so we can see it. He said put put it publicly on the Twitter feed so we can know exactly how that money is being spent. I think that's a I think that's a great great question. I think it's a great, I think it's a, I don't see, I don't see why people would have a problem with that because you need to know, I think most more charities, you know, that came out, like you said, with the red cross. Remember when Haiti had that first, that big earthquake some years back and Clef was on there and he was talking about, that's when we thought, you know, we was finding out how much money the red cross was getting up top, the overhead for the red cross. By the time you spend a dollar, you know, you send a dollar to the red cross, you know, like five cents makes it to, to the actual problem, because right. you got to pay John, Paul, and everybody else. Uh, you know, Let me see. Uh, Dr. Charles Brown said, it's not a money pit at all. Any quality in education guarantees the wealth gap continues to increase, but not invest in education ensures ensure that there are bodies to fill low-paying jobs. All right, so Dr. Brown, I'm glad you're on here, sir. You
2: know what? When you, when you just said that, it reminded me of the movie
1: that you were telling me about. Time, the Time movie? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 I forgot I told you about that. Right. Uh so here is Dr. Brown, I'm so glad you're on here. I wish we had this uh um I uh could get you on here. Uh you gotta come in here and hang out with me though. Um but here's the here is the thing. My 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 and I guess you you know what, Dr. Brown, you can call in have a conversation with me real quick if you want to. Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. Uh, it's a call in number. Uh, but here this is what I this is my thought. How much money, when they talk about education, I'm talking about, so, so I don't know if you just got on, Dr. Brown, I was talking about Elon Musk uh, offered to sell some stock to give $6 billion to the World Food Program, but his concern is where is the $6 billion going? So the same thing I said about what would $6 billion mean for inner-city education if somebody invested $6 billion into inner-city education, like how much of it is overhead? How much of it would actually be used to benefit the student versus being overhead, paying for X, Y, and Z? You know, how much of that money would actually, how much is actually being per student? I think we talked, I think uh, politically, this came out some years ago, how much is spent per student uh, in, in Chicago versus in other areas. Um, let me look that up real quick, because I think I saw that somewhere before. Let me see.
2: Versus CPS, versus charter, versus,
1: yeah. (laughs) It says the state recommends, oh, watch this. This is what it says. I'm reading this, the Fund fund Chicago. It says uh, the state recommends uh, spending an average of $22,000 per student. CPS currently allocates about $16,000 per student. Based on the current rate of revenue growth and cost increases, the gap is likely to persist. Wow. That's interesting now in the united in the, in the rest of the in the in the united states it's $26,000 per student that's the average in the country $26,000 per student that's interesting that's that is that's very 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 interesting i i wonder what, like what what like what what could that do uh, because if you think about it how many think about all the kids that have IEPs, right? And the, what you call the programs and how many other, how many additional learning specialists could you, could you, could you hire? Like, cause how, I guess if you built, if you built the school big enough where you said, you know what? We only have in 12, we going, we going, we maxed out at, at, at 12 kids per classroom. Now, now each kid gets that individual, like how, how much, I know for me, it would be a lot easier, you know, um, I think during during the hybrid learning, I think it was really cool in hybrid learning because we only had 10 kids live physically in the classroom, and it's a a lot different when you only have those 10 children in the classroom physically because you could could spend a whole lot of time. Your kids who work, they get their work in, they do it, they're fine, but those kids who still need help, you can go and spend a lot of extra one-on-one time with them, so if you had a larger school, what you got? Dr. Brown? No, no, I
2: don't.
1: Oh. You you,
2: you, you'll see it in a minute it's a oh yeah i can't just because i saw you doing something that's all right
1: now oh uh, what was i doing oh oh, oh i thought you
2: so i was I, about to but i didn't okay. yeah okay. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to help you
1: out thank you thank you i wouldn't want you uh so yeah i i i i i just wonder how much how much oh it went away how much um how much money what, what would it take to get these people, to get people at a, at a, uh, the numbers on the chat box, Doc, it's right there, 323-870, or Tanya put it on the screen, 323-870, he said, can you see it slow, I'm old, <laughs> man, get on here and, and, and talk, that way you can hear when I say
0: <laughs> oh, God, oh, God,
1: 323-870, three, three, huh? we, we did what? She said we lost video. Who lost video? Oh, you back? I think they talked oh, about when you oh, took the thing that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, giving a screen.
1: That was yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she gonna put the number up there again. Doc three two three eight seven zero four three seven five three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. That is the call in number. Uh, so yeah, I am just I I wonder how much money and I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it's Seven thirty, Uh, but you know, like how, like what would be the impact of that same amount of money? That same kind of money is, if, if, if the richest people in the world, like a Jeff Bezos, uh, a Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, and some of the others, uh, would take that kind of money and invest it in inner city schools. We always hear about investing in HBCUs, give, give the colleges some money, give the colleges money, give the colleges money. And that's great. I'm not saying not to give the colleges money, but what happens if you can invest that into.
2: But didn't you just say they just took some money away from them? They or? did.
1: And, and the new proposal, supposedly, it has not nothing that came yet. But in the new proposal, they're not going to get the same amount of money that they were supposed to get Yeah, supposedly. Uh, that hasn't went through yet. Um, you know, but I it, it's a it's a it's a fine line when it comes to donations, because people are, you know, if I if I, you know, it's think about it like from a church standpoint. If you constantly putting in money for the building fund, <laughs> but the building never gets fixed, some people are going to start to ask a lot of questions. If you're constantly saying we need to build a building fund, building fund, building fund, because the building fund never goes away. Uh, at some point, you know, people are going to want to know, what are they putting their money in for? What are they putting their money in? Like, what, what, am, I, what am I doing with my money? What am I doing with my money? That's going to always be the question. Mm-hmm. Doctor Brown, is that you on the line? I think that is him. Doctor Brown, what's up, sir?
3: Yes, sir. How you doing? How David? are you, man? How you doing? No complaints whatsoever. No complaints whatsoever. You all right? Bad I'm good, man.
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm 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 struggling, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So yes, here's sir. my here's my question. So I don't know if you saw the news earlier today. It was I guess it happened on Sunday, mm-hmm. but they reported today. Jeff Bezos offered uh, he challenged the dude from the World Food Program to give them six billion dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, so The guy said that $6 billion would... First, he said it would end world hunger. Right. six billion. So Jeff said, I'll sell stock right now if you can tell me how you're going to spend the money. Right. And then brother man came back and said, well, um, it won't end world hunger, <laughs> but <laughs> it'll do X, Y, Z, Z, and something else. So then I right. I turned to around. I said, what would $6 billion do in inner-city schools? Mm. So, so you hit me with the and you're right the the you know the the lack of funding in inner city schools but i guess here's my question and when i at least i said the term money pit was because you know i i believe that cps has a large right. overhead i do i just think mm-hmm. that they do yeah. they have a large overhead what would what would that money do in inner city schools what would that money do
3: i would say this now as long as there there's oversight and accountability it'll change the uh the playing field we have to, I agree. We have to know where is it going. We have to know how they are funding it because the, the number that you used earlier about the sixteen thousand that we're spending in Illinois, that yeah. sixteen thousand gets smaller and smaller as it yes. gets into the inner city. So you have and think about this: if you have one 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 school, they're spending twenty thousand dollars per student, twenty-two thousand dollars per student. Another yeah. school is spending sixteen thousand per student, and this is sixth grade, I'm saying sixth grade, and then you yeah. have another school. Who is spending five thousand per student? So now you mm. got one school has computers. You got one school, you know, has books. You got the other school has hand me down or handouts. You got wow. one school they're educating their, their children. They're giving them, you know, the best of the best. And you that mm-hmm. they're they're learning trig, you know, calculus. You got another school. They're learn they're learning long division. You got you got the last school that's only getting six or seven thousand. They're learning everyday math. So mm. now. When, when it's ready for me to go to college, I'm already behind. So you got, I'm, I'm a freshman, you know, trying to compete on a level that I'm not prepared to compete on because I didn't get the resources that I needed.
1: So now right. I'm
3: ensuring by not investing in the schools equally, I'm ensuring that there's always low-paying jobs. I'm ensuring that there's going to be somebody working at, I'm not saying these jobs are bad, there's going to be somebody working at McDonald's. There's going to be somebody working, you know, at the, at, at, as, as a cashier somewhere. There's going to be somebody doing Jobs that the upper class don't want to to feel, nor do that mm-hmm. they want their children to feel. So it is wow. that by, by making sure, you know, I, I teach social science, right? And that's one of yes. the classes that I taught today, and we've been talking about this. That's why I'm so glad that you talked about it today.
0: But mm-hmm. not investing
3: equally, equally in each school, I'm guaranteeing that that the rich continue to get richer and the poor get poorer. I heard you say about the special needs. It's so it's so funny how they're they're, they're putting money into charter schools, but then when, when, they, when, when children with special needs are in those charter schools, they're not giving them the services. So what they do is, at the beginning of the year, they get the funding for that child. That child gets disruptive, and they send that child back to the public school. The public Ooh. school didn't get the money for that child. The money still wow. stays at that charter school. So now here is this here is this child being sent back to a place where he wasn't funded for, where it's already you know many of the classes are overcrowded, and now that, that child is being labeled as having a behavior problem, but the issue was never addressed at the other school. So now, yeah, they, they, they're getting the best of the best and leaving the rest to fend for themselves if that if they were to take that money and invest it into our educational system cuz our kids are extremely smart very intelligent yes. we have some of the yes. brightest tools on it, but if you don't give me the tools that i need i'll never yes. reach my full potential and i don't want you to reach your full potential because then you you're able to take you know food out of my child's mouth
1: so so uh, uh real quick the thing about the 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 kids who need the extra support uh does that mm-hmm. work both ways Whereas CPS gets funding for the kid, and then they put and then they force the kid out, and then the kid ends up at the charter school where they have limited funding, and they don't get the help. No, either. oh, it only Please, works one,
3: one. way. What, what I mean by this is, is, is what, what I what I notice is this. And, um, I wish we could talk about this thing. What I notice is this. <laughs> right? we we I'm passionate about this thing. See. We have a school, right? We have a school mm-hmm. in our neighborhood, and, and yes. this justifies closing schools. I'm you asking, your I'm asking question.
0: Yes. This justifies
3: yes. closing schools. So we'll have a school. We will say that school is underperforming. We'll say yes. that school now, you know, is, is not servicing our kids. It's, you know, we'll say it's overcrowded. So then. We'll, we'll, we'll put a charter school in that same neighborhood. Take some of the money from CPS. I'm, I'm not talking against charter schools, but we we'll take some of the money from CPS and give it to the charter school. But where are those kids coming from, from that going to be at that charter school? They're going to come mm. from the same neighborhood. They're not coming from a neighborhood, you know, down uh, another neighborhood. They're coming from this neighborhood. So now you're going to take the best of the best from that school, right? And then you're going to have some busing. where, where uh, uh, We got a certain number of seats for the best of the students. So we're going to take the best of the best and send them, you know, up north where, where they're spending $20,000 on a child. Right. And we're going to take, you know, the other the other kids that's, that's performing well and we're going to let them into our charter schools. And then mm-hmm. that leaves all the low performing students in the in, in you know in the in the uh, in the public school. So now yeah. they're already underfunded or underfunded, right? They're already overcrowded. Now they're saying that you're not performing on the level as everyone else. Well, the reason why, you're taking the best of the best. How about instead of taking the best of the best, you fund us equally? How about if, mm. if it's going to be sixth grade, if it's going to be sixth grade and you're going to, say, spend $20,000 at a school up north, that same $20,000 should be across the board. And you could do it because all of the money comes from taxes. It's one, one coffin for education, one coffin, is funded for all the schools but they say mm-hmm. it's because of you know the property value but if we're talking about equity and equality we're saying mm-hmm. that everybody should get the same amount there's no reason why it shouldn't be no no reason at all
1: uh, no, i know I I, I I agree mm-hmm. with you wholeheartedly man i i think that um and, and i you know it's a, and i work at a charter school so i see the right. uh i know for a fact i got i got students who who need paraprofessionally and in, and they ain't got no money uh right. for, for the kids with the who needs parents we got kids who need learning specialists and we only got a handful and they can only right. pull so many they can only pull so many kids uh and then you know the case of or over like you said we got overcrowded classrooms too you know we got classrooms with 25 right. 20, you know 28 kids in them uh and you know so yeah across the board it's bad um yes. i guess my my question is that kind of money uh mm-hmm. i like, like i said i like what elon musk said show me where you yes. gonna spend my money Show me right. how you're spending the money, because you yeah. know. And I, I looked up this guy's salary, who runs the food, the World Food Program. He makes three hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars a year. Right, right. Now, I ain't saying a exactly. hard job. That's that, that, that. That's probably a hard job. And and you know if he's right. qualified, but you know if he's making three hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars a year, what do the person underneath him make?
3: Exactly. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So how much money? You know.
1: Like with the Red Cross, you know, like I, we found this out. I it something, signed this few minutes ago. We found out from with the Red Cross. By the time they get through that that dollar, you saying five cent actually end up where you try to get it to go. Exactly, <laughs> and that's not just for Red
3: Cross. That's no. for uh, what's that? Cancer treatment. All of them. The American yes. Cancer Society. Yes. All of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. That's that's why we have to have accountability. If we take some of that, if we take some of that money from administration, I, I'm just yeah. saying administration don't do a good job. If we take some of that money from administration, you know, and put them in the classroom.
1: If, we, if we allow
3: that money to go to our teachers, we can then mm-hmm. have you know the teacher-student ratio that it takes to to adequately educate our children. There is no right. way in the world one teacher is going to be able to teach thirty kids. You can't. It's not 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 effectively. It can't be. Not done. Easy.
1: Not even in the professional world. I I was in the corporate world for over, over twenty years, and and right. even as a, as a supervisor, on on the lowest level of management, as a supervisor, right. I didn't have more than fifteen people. Exactly, and that was adults, work. and that was adults. So exactly. how you go to me right now? Now I, I remember at, at at my height, as a supervisor, I might have had twenty. Now when you go to right. management. I'm managing, but then I got three supervisors under me that's exactly. got 80. right that's different but you trying exactly. to
3: tell, Yeah,
1: one 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 adult trying to handle thirty thirty different no
3: no <You> know, <laughs> I, this is what 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 got me so what got me so my my son you know he, he's in college now, but my uh-huh. son when he was in high school he he went to um, he was trying to go to this school up north it's um, I can't think of the name of the school, but it's actually a one of the best schools um, in in the nation. But it was it's, mm-hmm. it's up north. Um, but when I went there, when I this, this, I took him there so they could take the test, you know, and they wanted them to come. But when I went there, I was impressed. I was like, this, this is "What wow. y'all doing? They, they got a lake. This is in Chicago. They got a lake in their backyard. You know what I'm saying? A lake in the backyard." <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm going to sell my house. We can get in that school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the sad part about it is, you're still in the same city. So, of wow. course, yeah, they, they, they grades are, I mean, they, they, their students are at the top of the chart. You know, the students are performing well, but they're only taking the best of the best. Imagine if you take that money from that school and give it yeah. to an Austin. The reason why yeah. Austin can't perform is because they don't want to give them the money. You know, Douglas, they're not. Funding the schools properly so mm. the kids can have a fighting chance, but that, that, but they're making sure, you know, by not doing that, that our neighborhoods stay like they are. Education is our only way out, literally.
1: Yeah, because put a three million dollar school in a, in a, in a bad neighborhood yeah. and watch what happens. Right. Oh. Put three million dollars into a school in in in, in an urban city and see in an urban community and see what happens.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Get them, get uh, get them kids uh, a, a level playing field.
1: All right, I agree with you, man. Look, you got to talk about this a little bit on your show, man. I think I'll come on and, and yeah. hang out with you because this is you got to come a, on. You, you you passionate about this thing. I love it. I love you it. You got to come I on, dog. I will, man. All you right. be good, man. Appreciate you. You too. Thanks. All right. So that was Dr. Charles Brown, y'all. He's a, a pastor and 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 uh, counselor, therapist, all that good stuff. Shante uh, said, and Shante, I, I tried to respond. Shante said, let the LGBTQ community. Raise this same issue and watch the powers that be pay attention. These are big facts. These are big facts. If they come out and say something, it, you're absolutely right. It, that that would be, yeah. But but again, it's where you put. And this is why I said. This is why I said that when the when the school when the teachers were striking. And I know I'm not. I know this ain't gonna go over well. But when the teachers were striking, they said we're striking for first. They the first thing they said was for better schools. That was what the last two strikes were. Those were the biggest uh, uh, um, uh, 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 boards that they were carrying around. Striking for better schools, uh, fair wages, and and whatever other oh, and, and smaller class sizes. Those were all of the things. So here's my here's my, my 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 issue. Where is where where y'all went on strike? But what 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 the parents? We the parents. I don't have any I don't have any children in in elementary school or 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 in in high school. Technically, because Taylor will be graduating uh, in June. But if the parents said we're no longer going to tolerate sending our kids or having you guys defund our schools so you can close them up. Let, let the parents strike. Let the parents go on strike. Let, let the parents go on strike and see what happens. We, we will march for everything else. We march when, 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 a, when a white cop shoots a black cop, we march, we hit the streets. But we will not march for better education. Let that be the march. Demand that, the, that, that our schools get equal money. Demands that our schools get equal money. I'm just saying. I, I, I think it would be a great idea. But $6 billion, for those of you who just throwing in, we were talking about Elon Musk and his whole $6 billion to the world uh, food program. Uh, I was trying to say what that $6 billion could do uh, for education in the city or what that $6 billion could do. Uh, right. Parent strike would be a game changer. Keep your kids at home. I know, I know it's difficult, but you did it during the pandemic when you have a choice. Keep your kids at home. And say I'm not sending not one child. I'm not sending my child back to school until every until every kid has a computer. Until every kid has state of the art whatever. Until every kid has a brand new book. Every kid, every kid gets a a, a, a a top flight teacher and not a teacher that's two days from retiring because they don't care no more. I'm just saying. I think I think it would be huge. I think it would be huge uh uh for our education system especially in chicago where our teachers go on strike seem like every three to four years they're going on strike for something uh and 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 the school system doesn't change at all they get more money they get a raise but the system don't change don't get mad at me i'm i'm i'm, I'm you know when i start lying let me know every time they went on strike they get more money but the schools ain't got no better Somebody help me out. Y'all help me out. Uh, all right, y'all, look, this is what we're going to do. Uh, stop paying your new CEO double every time you bring someone new in. <laughs> oh, God. She said that ain't working. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that is a lot of money, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let me do this. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into Hamster Wheel. Exactly. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into our conversation for tonight. You good? Oh, <laughs> we're going to jump into our conversation for tonight. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, lost souls are worth fighting for. Lost souls are worth fighting for. That's going to be our topic of conversation for this evening in the meantime in between time let's do this uh give y'all a little bit of this right here we was laughing about this earlier but uh we're gonna do what we're gonna do we ain't played in a while though uh where is it at nope this one right here bye y'all praise party <laughs> we ain't prayed in a while bye y'all be right back get you
0: And I know the long wait can feel unreal, wondering when you're going to get what you think you deserve. If you think that's how it works, my friend, it don't. There are many things you have to learn to do before God can release what he has for you. While you're waiting on your blessings, work on yourself. Here are some things that you got to learn. you got to learn how to kneel and pray. you got to learn to not
1: complain. you You got to learn. You gotta um, learn how uh, Anyway, they're having some rehearsals down here, so I had to go and turn on a
3: little, little music today. Uh,
0: you
3: yeah, hear that? Yeah, they're having a rehearsal.
1: Uh, they're having a rehearsal right now uh, in the, in the sanctuary. So I had to go there and turn on some, some stuff so they could hear over there. But look, we are back. We got this film.
0: I had an iPad over
1: We uh, <laughs> I mean. uh, had this good uh, article simply entitled Lost Souls Are Worth Fighting For. Lost Souls are worth fighting for. Uh great, 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 great article. Uh as always we get our articles. Most of the articles come from you know from all the places of times. most of them do come from uh church leaders. And uh, always from reputable, reputable sources. The writers are always—I'm uh, going use the word "learning." <laughs> yeah, that's the word. The writers are always uh, um,
3: uh, are good and, and and always come from a good
1: uh, situation. The writer of this particular article is Greg Steer or Steyer, uh, but Greg Steer is the—he's uh, the founder and uh, CEO of Dare to Share Ministries. Uh, it's a blog that he shares his personal experience about life, ministry, and how we are mobilizing teenagers across America to share their faith. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Facebook, or you can go to the website there to share, Yeah to share. Uh, but the, I like the article It's simply titled "Lost Souls uh, Are Worth Fighting For." Lost souls are worth fighting for. Let's jump into it, shall we? Uh, for a few moments. Uh, we'll get through what we can, because we're going to end, it, we gonna end at, 8, at 8.30 tonight. i will going to try to get out of here a little early. Uh, the writer says this. He says, I come from a family of street fighters. He says, three of my uncles were competitive uh, bodybuilders. The fourth was a bouncer at the toughest bar in Denver. Uh, he says, uh, the fifth was a golden glove boxer, uh, GMO champion, and a war hero. All of them uh, were men to be feared on the streets of North Denver back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He says, being raised in this blood splatter, uh, fist throwing, whatever it takes to win uh, the fight family, I learned a lot about the art of street fighting. He says, my uncles were always talking about how to most effectively choke someone out, (laughs) throw a punch with maximum impact, or when it was time to take the fight to the ground. He says, although I was not a fighter, actually I was more like a non uh, atheistic young Sheldon in the hood, he says, uh, I learned how to fight from listening to my uncles share their fight club secrets with each other. He says, for me, my brother, and my cousins, there was one rule of thumb, or more accurately, a fist, when it came to fights at school. That rule was, try to avoid the fight if possible, nor, uh, he says, the rule was not try to avoid the fight if possible, nor was it don't throw the first punch. The rule was, if you lose a fight at school, you'll lose another one at home. Wow. <laughs> he says my uncle's aunts grandparents and my own bat swinging fist throwing mom wanted the family name to be held in high regard at our school losing a fight would be a disgrace to the family name jesus he says my family would do whatever it took to win the fight um and they expected us kids to do the same he goes on to say when my family began to radically be radically transformed by the power of the gospel in the early 70s uh he says a different kind of fighter began to take center stage in my family a fight for lost souls. There's something in my family, Gene, that is restless, he says, itchy and violent. That built-in adrenaline had to be focused on something and, <laughs> I'm laughing at this, let And if it was no longer going to be violence in the streets against rival gang members, it was going to be violence against the kingdom of darkness for the souls of the lost. He said, that's the fight I felt called to as well. While I wasn't a street brawler like my uncle's, I could fight for lost souls with the best of them. He says, this is the fight that Apostle Paul referred to in his last letter when he wrote these words about his life. I have fought the good fight. Uh, This fight was not just for the Apostle Paul. It's not just for me and my family. It's for you and every Christian. He says, we are called to enter the octagon of life and do whatever it takes to fight for evil, fight our evil, unseen enemy, and to win the lost souls of those around us there are lost souls in your neighborhood at your job in your school on your team and maybe even at your church he says we need to do whatever it takes to win the fight for their souls and introduce them to the hope of jesus christ so here we go four reasons that we kind of quick didn't it? was i reading real fast four reasons why lost souls are worth fighting for four reasons why lost souls are worth fighting for number one number one number one says the need is urgent the need is urgent jude 23 says snatch others from the fire and save them the writer says people who don't know christ are teetering on the edge of an abyss filled with fire and fury jesus spoke of hell more than anyone in the new testament as a reminder of what is at stake for those who die without hearing and believing the gospel Scrape away all of the puny excuses uh, for not sharing the gospel with others. I'm too shy. I'm afraid of being rejected. I don't know how to do it. He says, do whatever it takes to reach the lost at any cost. Rescue their souls from the hell they're headed to and the hell they're going through right now apart from Jesus. That's good. Do the need is urgent. I have to agree with this like never before. Uh, We have to stop making excuses for why we cannot go out and minister to folk that don't know the Lord in the pardon of their sins. We have to stop coming up with excuses, saying, well, we don't have the money for evangelism. Evangelism don't really cost you nothing, but time and effort. Time and effort. And if you're going to talk about some money, if you don't know how, then you go find a church or an organization that does it well, and you pay them to come in and train your people. That's all you got to do. If you don't have an event, a real evangelistic team in your church and you have a desire to be evangelistic and, but, and you have some people who have a desire to do it, but you don't know how to go about getting it started, guess what? You take some money and you go find some, you, go, you, you study, you go find some churches that do it well and you have them come in and train your people. Time is too short to be talking about what if we had this and if we had that. Train your people. Train your people. Get your people. That's what the corporate world does. When they, when they want you to, to, to shift your focus in the corporate world, what do they do? They bring in somebody new, and that somebody new comes in, and he starts to teach, and it changes. It slowly but surely changes the culture or the direction of your organization. You can be an evangelical church if you take the time to learn how to evangelize. And you don't need nothing but three or four people to start. Get somebody to come in and send those two or three people somewhere to be trained and then let them come back and train some more people and you can have a full-fledged evangelistic team in about three to six months. I'm telling you what I know. You can have a full-fledged evangelistic team in about three to six months. That's all it would take. That's all it would take. So, so you can't keep using and making excuses for why, you're, why your church is not evangelizing. We just can't keep making excuses. <laughs> say And gas. Ride in one car. Look, if y'all going out evangelizing, put it in the church budget. Huh, that's simple. How many times a month y'all going out? We going out four times a month? Where y'all going? Guess what? We're going to, we going to, we're going to, look, it's, look, the church can give you $30 worth of gas. Huh? Come on now. They give you, they get money on everything else. They can find $30 to put into the evangelist ministry to get, the, to, to get you where you need to go. All y'all carpool. Come on now. Y'all carpooling and get in there together. Number two, number two, we're talking about tonight. Uh, our main topic tonight was lost souls are worth fighting for. Number two, the second reason lost souls are worth fighting for is because the enemy is real. Mm. The enemy is real. The writer says this in First Peter five and eight: Be alert and sober, end of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, look a lion looking for someone to devour. First Peter five and eight. The writer says this: Satan is a seasoned and powerful fighter. He's been fighting God since the beginning of time. He is filled with rage because we humans can receive freely by grace what he failed to achieve by force, the kingdom of God. And he is not alone. He has a network of well-organized and super-powerful fallen angels called demons who work hard to deceive, discourage, and destroy. He keeps the spiritual eyes of unbelievers blinded, 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. And he keeps the mind of believers distracted from the message and mission of Jesus Christ 2 Corinthians 11 and 3. We need to, in the words of uh, David Gibson, be prayed up, armor on, and battle ready against this formidable foe. Look, I know the people don't like to talk about it, uh, and we don't talk about it in church uh, as, much as, we pro- as much as we probably should, uh, but, but uh, Satan is real. I know we don't talk about it. I know it's not something we talk about a lot, uh, we don't talk about a lot. We rarely talk about hell in the church anymore, but Satan is real and hell is a real place. And gonna we'll get no help tonight. Satan is real and hell is a real place. And we don't have time, uh, to be sitting back, uh, 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 uh being unprepared, right? And you got to know how to fight. You know, you've you ever heard the story about when you, like, they tell people if you, if, you, if you get bit by a shark, if you're in the water and the shark gets hold to you, what do they tell you to do? Punch him in the nose? That, that, that's a, now, now, it's going to cost you something because you, because he still bit you, right? But if you want to get free, huh? It says the kingdom of God is taken by, for the violent taken by force. That's in the book. Don't get mad. Don't get, I'm just, I'm telling you what the book say. You have to punch that thing in the mouth. Punch it right in the nose because it's got a hold of you. Some stuff we're going to have to go out and physically take back. I say this all the time about our streets. Just like, just like uh, these people have taken these streets over, we can take them back. Here is the deal, and this is the this is the crazy part about it. <laughs> John Carter said, "Bite him back." This is the crazy part about it. It's not more of them than it is of us. There are more people in this city who want to see this city turned around than there are people in this city who want to see it stay on this current course. There's enough churches in this city to put people on every drug-dealing corner in this city. There's enough churches in this city to put men on every corner and I mean pack the corners out where they're selling drugs at and shut it down. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. I don't hear nobody. That's what I thought. There's enough churches in this city with men in them. I'm not, I'm not women, I'm not disrespecting y'all at all. But there's enough churches in this city with men and women who will stand on those same corners if we call them together and do it and take these streets back. You can't tell me we can't. But the reason why it looks like it's so many of them is because we've allowed them to split up over here and split up over there. It's like roaches, they multiply. But all you gotta do is start stomping on a few of them and the rest gonna leave. I said this yesterday while I was preaching. When, 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 they know, when they know praise or whatever, the enemy can can show up and sit in your church with you. Right? That's the one thing the devil can't stand is praise. Same thing. They, look, these guys on the street—they they, you know used to be about well, you know, if you shine the light, uh uh, 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 if you shine the light on them, they go away. Well, now they in broad daylight doing what they do. John Carter says it's gonna take men to stand up bigger. Absolutely. But we ain't nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Stand up and say, you know what? You're no longer going to be allowed to do what you do on this corner. It's enough of us to stand in front of every drug spot, every trap house, everyone. We can stand in front of everyone and say, you know what? You can't come here no more. Every shooting gallery, you can't stand here no more. Nope, this is no longer a place. Who owns this building? that y'all going in and shooting up at. Tear it down or board it up. One of the two. If it if it's to be condemned, tear it down. It's a hazard. Think about over there, where those row houses used to be, Tanya, over there on Pine, across the street from my grandma. That whole block is gone. The whole block is gone. You turned yourself off over there. Yeah, that whole block is gone, but it
2: was... It was regular people
1: there. There were some regular houses over there, yeah. But then those row houses were there. Those row houses got really rough. I know it's probably some nice people over there, yeah. But, but when those when them things got, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, think about it in the terms of what's that Cicero? Yeah. That uh, whole house had I think whole house had that whole area, mm-hmm. and now it's just gated. Yep. And and looking for the next developer to take
1: over and yep. Take it.
2: Yep. And those were a bunch of Section Eight homes mm-hmm.
1: over there. But that's what you got to do. it's rough. I'm sorry. You can't, yeah, you can't, let them, you can't let them take over. We've allowed them to get comfortable. I said this yesterday while I was preaching. We've allowed them to get comfortable. That's why they don't have a problem with standing in the middle of the street at 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, what's crazy is I thought they was just out. You know how early they out there on Madison, Tanya? At 7. They, they have shifts. They're out there at 7 o'clock. Yes, I know. Like, really? That's what y'all are doing. Seven o'clock. But that's because they've gotten comfortable. And 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 so I, I you know, like they said, this, this this it takes it takes it's going to take some violence. Don't you know necessarily I mean you gotta physically fight. But you got to do some physical activity to make them once again uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. John to say six AM. I know, man, they look they up like they got like they're getting paid by the hour. Maybe they are though. Uh, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number three. Number three. Number three. Again, again, we're talking about um, lost souls are worth fighting for. Number three. The third reason lost souls are worth fighting for. Here we go. The time is short. The time is short. The Romans thirteen. Romans thirteen, eleven and twelve says this, and do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans 13, 11 and 12. The writer says this tick tock the eternity clock. <laughs> he says every second that ticks off the clock brings us closer to eternal demise of this unbelieving world. Did you know that according to the world death clock, yes, that's a real thing, every second about two people die. Marinate on that for a moment. In the time it takes you to read this sentence, 10 people somewhere around the world will have passed into their eternal destination. Some will go to heaven. Most will go to hell. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. The time is short. Here is the deal and I don't, I don't think people understand this. And I know in church, uh, you know, we, we get, we get, we get, because it's, it, it sounds cliche because we hear it so often. Uh, what is the light? <laughs> uh, it, it sounds so cliche, uh, uh, that we're in the last days that we're in the last days. Uh, people has been saying it for the longest. I know my grandmama said it and she, she been gone from here. My great grandmama said it. Uh, but as we've been saying it for years, we're in the last days. We're in the last days. We're in the last days. But um, here's the one thing. We have a full description of heaven. The Bible gives us what heaven looks like. But the Bible also tells us that hell enlarges itself. <laughs> hell enlarges itself. Huh? Isaiah five, I believe, talks about hell enlarging itself, meaning it it, it it got plenty room. It's got plenty room for folk that don't believe. It's got plenty room. So, so you know, while we sitting around? <clears throat> people don't know what the light means. <laughs> oh, that's what you saying? Okay. What light? I think I said come out. Me when I said come out of the dark into the light, is that what you are talking about, John Carter? Come on, man! Ask a real question. You got me confused. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's got to be, it's got to be, <clears throat> yeah, daily enlarging. That is the word. Come on, hell get bigger every day, <clears throat> every day, every day. So we have we have to recognize that 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 because of the way the time is, because of our short time is, uh, we're running out of time. We're running out of time, and we don't. And we, and we don't know. We don't know when time. We don't know when our clock is up. If we learn nothing else la- about in the last few weeks or this last year, in the midst of this pandemic, these last nineteen months that we've been in the midst of this pandemic, we don't know when our last days are. Folks are going to sleep now that ain't gonna get up in the morning. These are just big facts. And so we need to be drawing people to the, 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 this, this, this light of the world, Jesus Christ, that light, John, this light of the world. We need to be drawing people, and we need to be preaching and teaching this thing called the gospel. And not sugarcoated. Stop telling folk it's going to be easy. Stop telling folk blessings gonna come down and all this other kind of stuff. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's a fight for your life for your spiritual life. And what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to fight for your spiritual life? How far are you willing to to go? How far are you willing to stretch yourself for your spiritual life? How far? That's the real question. How far? Last point. Last point says this. Last point says this. Um, That's why says this. Uh, He says the answer is Jesus. The answer is Jesus. Uh, John 10 and 10. Jesus said this very familiar scripture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Yeah, they might have it and they might have it more abundantly. Uh, the writer says this, Jesus, in a sense, is the ultimate fighter. He fought Satan for the souls of humanity and won that fight on the cross. When he uttered the words, it is finished, the final bell rang. His crucifixion, as gruesome as it was, became our salvation. As his dead body hung on the cross, his arms held up in victory, though nailed to a crossbeam, the wrath of God of our sin had been fully satisfied. Jesus took the punch for us. He died in our place for our sin. He crushed Satan under his nail, pierced feet, and now the resurrected Christ offers us life, new life, true life through faith in him. And this is the life that we offer to others free of charge, purchased by the precious blood of Christ, 1 Peter 18 and 19. Um, we have to recognize that, again, we have to start pointing people back to him. I know we, ha- we want to have all these dynamic programs in our church. We want to have these dynamic ministries in, the, in our church. But all these ministries have to be focused back on one goal, one person, one area, and that is Jesus. And if it's not focused back at him, if it's focused on anything other than him, then we're not doing our job. If our ministry focus is making our name great, problem. Because like Jesus, like, like God told Abraham, I will make your name great. You don't have to blow your, you don't have to toot your horn. Do, follow, be obedient to me, and I will make your name great. And ain't we still talking about Abraham today? Huh? Aren't we still talking about Abraham today? Father of many nations. We're still talking about him today. Why? Why? Because God said, I will make your name great. The writer closes it out with this. He says, "Uh, yeah, that's it, John. Your gift will make room for you. The writer says this. Jesus is now in your boxing corner, coaching you through his Holy Spirit, filling you with his strength and strengthening you with living waters as you fight the good fight for lost souls. Fight to win. Fight to win. Yeah, your gifts will make room for you. They absolutely will, and they always have. Your gifts will your gifts will put you in a place uh, 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 that 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 your talent won't. Ah, oh, there's a difference. What's that old saying? Character will keep you where your where you're, where your talent won't, because you can have all the talent in the world, but your character is something different. I, I I I I wish we could get to a place where uh, where we where we recognize that that all of our gifts are for the purpose of glorifying Him, Him being Jesus, and if we could wrap our bellies and wrap our bellies and our minds and our eyes around that, uh, um, I think we'd be in a better place. I think we'd be in a better place. Ooh, Tony, we made it. I know, right? We made it. I'm trying to get out of here on time, y'all. I need to go home and take a pill and and lay down. I'm not feeling all that great. uh, So I can try to uh, get myself together for these uh, people's cheering tomorrow. Uh, But let's pray. Let's pray. And let me say, I know we didn't do the. Y'all didn't do y'all four-piece check-in either. Don't think I forgot. Y'all always got slick on me. Did nobody do the four-piece? Did anybody do the four-piece check-in? I didn't see not one person. Let me scroll back up, make sure I didn't miss nothing. Not one person did y'all four-piece check-in today. sad to say we have a lot of talent entertainment in the body where people are looking for recognition yeah john yeah yeah every, every everybody want to everybody want to record a cd <laughs> everybody want to be an artist everybody wants to be an artist nobody wants to be a disciple though so. everybody wants to be an artist but i wish we had people who had the same desire to be a disciple of christ as they do to be an artist everybody wants to i mean it, it's one of those things it's one of those things four-piece chicken coleslaw and corn on the cob
2: <laughs>
1: that's only three pieces <laughs> no it's the four-piece check-in what church did you go to who preached what was the sermon title and what was the scripture the four-piece check-in the four-piece check-in uh that's the four-piece check-in which nobody did this uh uh at the start of the show Gave y'all ample opportunity. Y'all could have been doing it while we was talking about the $6 billion. But nobody did the check-in. Uh, Ty didn't even check-in. I
0: can check-in, but you
2: didn't, You you have me to be quiet sometimes because <laughs> I have a, what what is that, an edge on everybody?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to see who was going to do the check-in. But you can go check-in, and then we'll close out with your check-in since then nobody else followed directions today.
2: So we going to so do me. Huh?
1: That's what we doing.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. Tanya, what church you go to yesterday? <laughs> Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church.
1: John Carter said he was too busy playing. Uh, Ebenezer Missionary Baptist
2: Church. Who preached yesterday? Oh, Doctor Dana L. King. Bless
1: the Lord. And what did he preach? What was the sermon title yesterday? Oh,
2: okay. So he got. He, so he had two. Had, but what he said yes. to everybody was. Uh huh. A layaway praise. A
1: layaway praise. Sure enough, now. A layaway praise. Watch, watch, watch your mouth. You know about a layaway praise. Come on. Right. And then, and what was the, uh, 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 the scripture that was for yesterday? Yeah. Joshua 6, mm. verses
3: 1 through 5. Uh-huh.
2: And then you went down to
1: 20 and 21. That, that's, that's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, it. that's mm-hmm. it. Come on now. That's it. No, it was good. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was glad. i uh, glad that opportunity to preach yesterday. Pat texted me. I forgot to tell you. She texted me. Talk about you got a little happy yesterday, huh? I guess they was watching on their way home. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a layaway prayer. Yeah, John Carter was called a layaway praise. hmm A layaway praise. Put some put something on it. Put some on it before you get it. Uh-huh. Put some on it. Put some on it. hmm That's right. Put some down on it before you get it. Mm-hmm. Put some on it before you, you get you know,
2: it. You know. You know. Uh, now i think about it what you think about you know it, you, you did layaway and you know you told them like a layaway you know like you know layaway kind of you know gone now yeah, right yeah, we're now, like you know so now so now is where we got we got after pay after pay so you can get you can get your stuff <laughs> now <laughs> hey that's different and, and and pay on it
1: that's while different you have it that's different
2: I'm just, you know. It don't fit the, it don't it, fit the, it, it, it don't, don't fit, fit the, it, it, it don't fit don't the. It don't fit, but how about you shout now?
1: Yeah, but you can shout now, though. Right. Before you get it. Right. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Put it all on. Yeah, put it on it. Put it on it. Ooh, I wish I wish, ooh, I wish wish you had a, had a choir that could do all in his hands. That'd be all right with me. I put it all in his hands. That'll work for me right oh, there. Oh, that means you got the clown. Oh, no, I, I can't direct. I'm too old now. I can't direct. I can't do it. Although if I get the if I get the right choir, if I get about thirty people, I need about thirty.
2: Then you get there and you do what is that? Not the wop, but you you get you get all of that.
1: Mocha Dunn Bonner says, My family watched and they said, Go on preacher, you did that. Oh well bless you. Bless you. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> but I like directing. I oh, like yeah. directing. I do. Oh yeah. I ain't, I ain't had a good direction in a minute. I tell you, that's the, y'all know that's like my dream. Like, I really just want, I want, like, I just need about, like, a 60-piece a, a, a choir. Actually, if you fill up that Ebenezer Choir fan out there and just let me get them for about three good songs, then I ain't got to never direct again. Like, I could be good right there. Just let me get, let me get, uh, uh. Is this a Make-A-Wish? Let, right, let me do Make-A-Wish. <laughs> 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 like, let me direct, let me direct, uh 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 pass me not you know mm-hmm. the douglas miller version let me get that one good time uh right because you
2: gonna you're gonna hit it let for, me, for the drum
1: right let me get it let me get it one good time then let me get um uh what's the joint what's the joint uh uh oh let me get more abundantly let me get more abundantly ricky diller let me get that let me get that and then i need then i need come on uh sister bernice with the four piece check-in <laughs> there she goes come through I knew I had somebody that would listen. Yeah. Come through. But let me get that more abundantly, Ricky Dillard. He said
2: put it on your put it on your bucket
1: list. Put it on my bucket list. You
0: know what? That's for good.
1: <laughs> really? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: And
1: then and then I need I need like a worship a worship joint. You know what I want like uh oh where the blood still works, uh the Malcolm Williams blood still works, is good. But I want the oh I want the Vashawn Mitchell uh uh um uh, the one that Pat used to lead. Oh that one. The slow joint. Oh oh my god that that thing that thing got some stank on it that his blood still works yeah not the you got the blood the, the blood still works is the malcolm williams joint yes i said joint john Carter. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: an old school coming out come on that's now you know what i'm talking about one.
1: Oh, the walter hawkins song marvelous well see i really want to sing marvelous but don't nobody want to work with me Right, I really want to, uh, he said louder because you know what, see, get, get him. Ah! Get him, get him. <laughs> and since he grew a, little, grew a little locks or two, now he won't talk about loud and kush. Uh, uh, that song, uh, marvelous by Walter Hawkins. I just really, now wait a minute, you know, I thought about it. John, you know, you can come over here and help me out on this organ. Help me get my notes together because Mary ain't got no time for me over here to work with a brother. Help me get my notes together. I'm in D. I can tell you right now, my my key is D. That's my key. Put me in D. That's my key. D. Uh, but yeah, I. I but that, yeah, thank you, uh, 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 Sister Bonner. That Walter Hawkins, marvelous. That thing, that thing, uh, that thing can take me right on out. That'll take me right on out. But that's all I need. Big choir, uh, three good songs. If mm-hmm. so I can slide a fourth one in there, but three good songs, and then I, I can sit down. I can sit down. And be, and, be, and be just happy. Be just real happy. Yes, sir. That's my key. D, yes. I'd have had three musicians tell me that's my key. It's D. I'm probably talking in D right now. No, not D flat. D, man. D. I almost had a, a do the right thing moment. D. <laughs> Oh God, oh God. All right, so we're gonna get ready to get off here. I'm tired. I'm I'm am de- i I'm delirious. Uh let's hear it, get out of here. Let's pray. Uh Father God, we just want to say thank you, God. We thank you for this opportunity, this time that we've had on tonight. Uh God, we just thank you, God, for continuing um, with your grace and your mercy. God, we wanna just send a special prayer out to the Guyton uh family even right now, God, as they get prepared to um, uh, uh remember their father, their pastor, their brother. Uh, their mentors, to get ready to um, um, put him to rest uh, this coming uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, God, keep them lifted up. Keep the church uh, body of Christ lifted up, God, as they now get ready to transition into uh, new leadership. Uh, keep them lifted up, God. Just continue to keep those that are going through right now. Uh, keep them lifted up, God, even now. Uh, God, we continue to pray for our Ebenezer Missionary Church family. We keep them with those who are sick and ill, those who have family members who are sick and ill. And then God, we're asking right now, God, that you would just uh, touch any of those who are uh, not feeling their best, that you would touch them even now. God, pray for my brother, uh, Pastor Harold Washington, as he gets ready to celebrate his fifth year as pastor in his church, Faith, Works, and Vision, he gets ready to celebrate uh, their fifth year of teaching and preaching your word. Uh, God, as we leave this place, we pray that you would be with us uh, and that you will keep, continue to keep us in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen alright so I got to go. We on time. It's, uh, it's 830. We ain't been on time in a minute. Uh, but we gonna get up out of here. Let me see, are they still rehearsing?
2: mm I don't hear nothing. They leaving
1: out. Oh, good. Praise Jesus. Uh, we gonna get ready to get out of here. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, y'all know what to do. If you're driving through this special, special, special city we call Chicago, do me a favor, my brothers and sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. We out. With your hands
0: lifted up.